You're listening to episode 19 of the Curiosity Club podcast. Welcome to the Curiosity Club podcast, a safe place to get your weekly dose of life lessons, helping you let go of fear, overwhelm and insecurities. I'm your host, Katri Barrett, and with each episode, I share my insights and practical skills for you to unlock your full potential. Live and work confidently. Be courageous. Be curious. Because life's too short to keep holding yourself back. Welcome back, Curiosity Clubbers. I hope you've all had a brilliant weekend. I'm saying this on Tuesday because in the UK we have just had the May Bank holiday, so it was a long one for us. I spent time on camping out on my parents' farm, eating a whole lot of barbecue food, and wearing lots of colourful wigs. So for me, it was a very successful bank holiday. As usual, do make sure if you're not subscribed to the podcast already, then scroll down and do so whilst you're listening. And if you enjoy this episode, then please share it with friends and leave a rating and review. Recently on Instagram, I launched a new series called SOS Moments. SOS standing for stressed, overwhelmed and stuck. An SOS moment is when an event, real or imagined, has triggered the stress response in your body, which then leads you to feel so overwhelmed that you either can't make a decision, you procrastinate about starting a task, or you doubt your ability to be able to do something. Perhaps you don't have the confidence or the knowledge to do something. We all have these SOS moments. Sometimes they're micro SOSs, such as a colleague chasing up a report that you haven't even had a chance to start yet. Or they're bigger SOS moments, such as finding out your partner of seven years has been cheating on you, or that a loved one is terminally ill. In this episode, I want to share more about these moments with you and also introduce you to my technique to turning them into something positive. Having the stress response triggered in the body isn't a bad thing in itself. It can actually be useful in certain situations. It's what gets us out of bed and to work on time. It helps us study for exams and meet deadlines. And it can also be a signal from your intuition that a situation you're in currently isn't serving you. That the situation, whether it's the person involved or the situation itself isn't aligned with your values or beliefs. As humans, we were only ever designed to be in the stress response for short periods of time, allowing us time to run away from the saber-toothed tiger or escape from our tree hut before the hurricane blew it down. The issue in our modern society is that due to our constantly connected lifestyles, where we're expected to answer emails in the evenings and weekends, where we can compare ourselves to billions of other people on the internet, and where our options of life routes are endless, is that nowadays so many of us are living for long periods of time, some of us even constantly, in this fight or flight response. In my opinion, there is currently an epidemic of stress, but it doesn't have to be this way. Whilst it's normal to have these SOS responses, as I said, sometimes even useful. When left unchecked and allowed to go on for extended periods of time, they can be detrimental to our physical and mental health and lead to things like burnout, anxiety or depression. 
If you're feeling so unfulfilled by your current job that going into work every day fills you with dread, if you're constantly worrying about what people are thinking of you in social situations, or you are always worrying about all the things that might go wrong, then chances are you're having an extended SOS situation or moment. My reasonings for talking more about these SOS moments like this and as a series on Instagram is to highlight the fact that we all have them. No matter how sorted, lucky or perfect someone's life might appear, we all have moments when we wobble. When a situation causes us to doubt our ability, where we fear the outcome of something or we don't know how to move forward or get ourselves unstuck. For some people, it might be when you're holding up a queue of traffic on your third attempt at parallel parking and people are honking those horns. Or perhaps going to a social or networking event on your own when you don't know anyone there. Or giving a presentation at work to all the heads of departments and your bosses. When we have these SOS moments, it's up to us how long we let them keep us stuck for. Whether we allow our inner critics and negative emotions to make us drive away from that parking spot that we've been searching for for 30 minutes, or not talk to all those potential new clients at a networking event because we're so worried about what they're going to say to us, or to call in sick on that day of the big presentation that might be the key to you getting that promotion you have been dreaming of. We can all choose to embrace our SOS moments and allow ourselves to learn from them because all they are are growth edges. They're situations where we have the choice to either develop ourselves to meet the demands of said situation and allow ourselves to grow or we allow the situation to get the better of us and therefore not achieve whatever it is we wanted to and thus keeping ourselves trapped within this negative cycle of being stuck within that current situation, whatever it may be. I want to let you into my method of transforming an SOS moment and how you can allow it to become an opportunity for growth. When you're having an unhelpful SOS, what you have to do is intentionally swap it for a positive one using my SOS technique. Stop. Override. Soften. First, there is... Stop. If you've acknowledged that the stress response has been triggered in your body, you might be perhaps thinking unhelpful thoughts or your heart rate or breath rate has quickened. The first step to counteracting it is to pause. This could be whilst you're sitting at your desk or in your car and literally saying stop to yourself, either out loud or in your head. I find it also really helpful to visualise a red and white stop sign, like you see on the roads. Or it might mean that you momentarily walk away from a situation, such as an argument or your full inbox at work and popping to the bathroom. What you're doing by stopping, by pausing, is you're allowing yourself to interrupt that cycle. It's the first step to breaking it. Once you've interrupted the cycle by pausing, the next step is to override the stress response in the body and the mind. And there are a few options to do this. You might choose a breathing exercise, for example, by making your exhale longer than your inhale for even just a couple of minutes, you can activate your body's relaxation response. So the opposite 
to the stress response. Another option to override an SOS moment is to counteract the negative thoughts that you're having and the feelings by using affirmations and visualizations. Affirmations are short, positive statements that help you get rid of negative, self-defeating thoughts and beliefs. And when practiced over time, they have the power to reprogram your subconscious, which means those SOS moments will become less frequent and less intense. For example, in the situation of having to deliver a presentation to your bosses where you're having negative thoughts like, what if I choke on my words and they all think I'm stupid and incapable of my job? You could use the affirmation, I am extremely knowledgeable and I speak calmly and with confidence in all situations. And you would repeat that again and again. When you're saying the statement, you allow yourself to imagine it to be true and it will conjure all the positive emotions that come with it. It's so important to allow yourself the feelings of the words of the situations that you're describing in the affirmations, not just repeating them sort of without allowing that as it just makes them empty and they won't trigger the response you want in your body. Visualising something is intentional use of your imagination. If you're someone who always imagines the worst possible outcome and feels anxious, then that means you are already great at visualising and using imagery. You just need to start using it to your advantage rather than, as you're doing currently, your disadvantage. I, for one, have an imagination of a Hollywood movie. The scenarios I play out in my head are Oscar-worthy. So if I'm not careful, and this is the trap I've fallen into a lot in the past, it it can really feed my feelings of fear, overwhelm and anxiety because the smallest little trigger and I'll be off in my head playing out all these dramatic scenarios of everything that might go wrong or what the people might say and all of these things but it's not a bad thing so if you know that that is you and you're that person that plays out all these situations in your head perhaps you've been called an overthinker or emotional before don't think or allow yourself to think or others to tell you that that is a bad thing you just need to harness it to your advantage and you can do this by practicing positive affirmations and positive visualizations Using our mental imagery in this way can be helpful because our minds don't actually know the difference between a real or imagined event. So even if we just think of something that makes us feel good, we can actually feel and embody those positive emotions. With visualisation, you can take yourself back to a memory where you felt those desired emotions So let's say you're really stressed that uh, what you might do is close your eyes and remember a holiday where you felt really relaxed. Or it might actually not be of a memory, the visualisation. It might be of an entirely made up event or of something that hasn't happened yet, but you hope to happen in the future. Such as imagining yourself doing really well at the presentation and all your bosses coming up to you afterwards and telling you how impressed they were. It's so important to feel the feelings you would in the situation that you're imagining. So what emotions would it you'd be feeling? And what, how would that feel in your body? What does that elation feel like? What does happiness feel like in your body? What would you be hearing? 
So what would people be saying to you? Or what would you be saying? What physical sensations, smells or sounds? Use all of your senses. Remember, make it Oscar worthy. So we've had stop and override. The next step in the SOS technique is to soften. By this, I mean to practice acceptance. Acceptance of the situation you're faced with and acceptance of how you are feeling or how you have reacted up until now. The more we resist things, the longer we will stay stuck. When we soften into a situation rather than fight it, it's amazing how much quicker the feelings of frustration, fear or overwhelm, whatever they are, will pass us by rather than if we're clinging onto them, telling ourselves all the reasons why we should be feeling them, then they hang around for longer. So I'm now going to guide you through a short guided SOS practice that you can use whenever you're faced with these SOS moments within your day-to-day life. It's going to be about five minutes because it is a shortened version. I'm not going to be including all of the techniques as I mentioned. I have, however, created you the full version of this, guiding you through the whole practice using breathwork, affirmations and visualisations. And you can download that for free via the link in the show notes. I'll leave it there. Or if you go to the resources section on my website, www.catrybarrett.com, you will be able to find it there as well. Now, as always, if you are driving or operating any heavy machinery, then hit pause and come back to this a little bit later. Everybody else, make sure that you are sitting comfortably with your feet flat on the floor, legs and arms uncrossed, and have your hands resting on your lap. Then closing down your eyes and beginning to watch your breath. As you breathe in, and slowly breathing out. Continue breathing deeply, watching the breath move into your body and out of your body. Observing the inhale and the exhale. Focusing all of your attention only on your breathing. Breathing in and breathing out. The next time you breathe in, allow all of your stress, of your worry, those feelings of overwhelm to begin to gather. You're inhaling and those feelings gather in the body. The thoughts come into the mind. Every time you breathe in, those feelings become stronger. And then as you exhale, feel all of that tension disappear. When you breathe in, those feelings of stress and worry gather. 
And as you breathe out, let all of that tension go. When you breathe in, noticing where you feel stress in the body. And as you breathe out, letting it go. Breathing in. Breathing out to let everything go. Breathe into the tension and then release the tension on the exhale. Slowly bringing your right hand onto your stomach just above your belly button. And bringing your left hand on top of it. Feeling the slow rise and fall of your stomach as you breathe in and as you breathe out. Focus on the feeling in your hands. Feel the energy that is flowing through your fingertips into your abdomen. Feel the sensation of your hands against your abdomen and of your left hand on top of your right. Keep breathing in and breathing out. Now gently open your eyes, still focusing on your breath. Slowly moving your arms to come by your side moving with intention and deliberately. Purposefully now, using an inhale, stretch your arms to the sky, sweeping them as high as you can as you reach the fingertips all the way up. And with this, you're bringing in a new positive feeling. Allowing that feeling of happiness, of softness to wash over you, coming through the fingertips and into your entire body. As you breathe in, that light, golden feeling of warmth, happiness and relaxation comes down your arms. It travels into your abdomen, through the body down your legs and all the way to your toes and taking another inhale allowing all those positive warm feelings to become stronger and then as you exhale floating your arms back down by your side 
and taking one more deep breath in and deep breath out. Holding on to this new energy, this new sense of being soft, relaxed, focused and happy. Knowing that you can now go forward with the rest of your day in strength and confidence. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to do the full extended practice of this SOS technique, then follow the link in the show notes or head to my website, www.catrybarrett.com. And until next time, my loves, stay curious.